0: Oh, oh, shoot! Love you guys. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Good morning, LKN, Justin Kazepis. It is officially seven oh six. You got to get those couple of seconds of lead time. You know what I mean? You got to prep yourself. Wait, wait, wait I got to prep. <laughs> ah, good morning to you. 844-STUDIO-4. What a day it is going to be. We're excited. We got Jody Harrison of Daylight Donuts calling in. Saved him as Jesus under my phone. No, I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. Thought about it, though. Thought about it. Crush, crush a dozen real quick in the morning just to feel right. That's what you do. I'm excited to learn about the story of Daylight Donuts, the history of Daylight Donuts, a lot of passion, a lot of community. That's what we're about here at WSIC. More local content than anyone. That's what we do. We love our community. I don't, I don't care what town you live in. You know what? I do care what town you live in. As long as you live in one of our towns. Because we love y'all. We care about you. 844-STUDIO-4. Hope you had a great weekend. Bill! How was your weekend, sir? Bill's on the sticks. He's here this morning, welcome in. It was amazing.
2: You had a good time? Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed the beach? You went to uh, Sarasota? Sarasota, little uh, Keto. Little Keto? Keto, Keto Beach? Keto Beach. Am I saying it right? Yeah, what's I don't going know.
1: On? What's going on in Keto?
2: I don't know, what are you... what's going on over there? I just, I just figured I would share with you, so I... we went to uh, Josh's Farmer's Market over the weekend. Oh, so did my mother.
1: Oh, she did? She was there? Yes. I missed her? Yes. I brought you some cantaloupe. You want some? I do want some cantaloupe. I, I brought some cantaloupe because, you know, the story originates of Josh's Farmers Market. I didn't know if you knew this or not. But oh, the, with the
2: cantaloupe. With
1: the cantaloupe.
2: With the wheelbarrow. With the
1: wheelbarrow. 75 cents a piece. Yes. I can tell you right now, they ain't 75 cents no more. Hey, I can times tell have you changed. that. Right now. Hey, inflation is hit everybody. Right. Inflation is hit everybody. And, you know, you got to get. Your, you got to get your towel too, you know what I mean? You got to get your towel right. You oh I mean? no. You want some d- of this cantaloupe? Let's go ahead and cut this sucker open. Let's see how juicy this cantaloupe is. We're putting this You're about to bring me into the room? I'm about to You come on in here, Bill. We're going to We're going to cut some cantaloupe. I am cutting All some right. cantaloupe. All right. If you is uh I don't know, you got to angle Is any of these angles on this thing right now, Bill, or what? How far off am I? Let's get number 3 going on here. If you're on wsicnews.com on the video live stream, Bill, can you swap it to three real quick so I can see it? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and cut this cantaloupe live. This is what we do around right here. We're basically turning this into a cooking show right now, kinda sorta. We'll just showcase a little bit of what we can do here. Okay, so that's getting closer. Let me see. Okay, so now if you're on the video stream live, you're gonna see me cut this cantaloupe. Let's check how ripe this thing is. You know, because Josh is Josh is talking a big game. Talking a big game about the fruit. It looks right. That's orange. That's cantaloupe. I'm gonna cut I me mean, a couple of slices here. I got I gotta. I got a a blade here that Demi actually let me take with me. You know, you you really shouldn't trust me with knives. There was one time with a watermelon. Got brutal in the kitchen. Let me give this to
2: you, Bill. Let's cut a little slice here for you. Come on in. You pop on that, that, uh, that mic too. I can't, the last time I was in here, you were you were holding down the fort when the satellite was going going nuts, huh? I was doing my Todd Starnes. You
1: were, dude. You filled in for Todd Starnes one day. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I'm a happy guy.
1: You know, this week too, we do have Todd Starnes' crew coming on because Todd Starnes owns a, owns a station in Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there is a, there's a GOP debate. That's the Republican Party. There is the GOP debate happening this week. I think it's in Wisconsin or somewhere, or Minnesota? This is amazing. Yeah, this cantaloupe. And so I figured we'd chat a little bit this morning over some cantaloupe. Uh, I'm going to try not to get this table too, too messy. Let me try this thing. Hold on, let me let me get up here.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> That's
1: pretty right. That's good cantaloupe right there. That is some good cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> Josh wasn't <laughs> They are good. Josh wasn't good, man. These cantaloupes is
2: ripe. I was like, what is he reaching back here for? He's like talking to me, but his chair is turned around.
1: This is, this is what happens when you show up late.
2: Right, but <laughs> I, just, I can barely see. I can't see the table in there.
1: I plant these Easter eggs just around the studio sometimes. Like, hey, wait till, wait till Ben Daniels, the senior director of sensory, comes in and looks behind his monitor in Statesville today. When he gets in and he looks behind his monitor in Statesville, he's going to find a little surprise there for him too. But this cantaloupe, yo, that's nice wow that's juicy that's very good okay so josh's farmer's market passed the test i went up there we've got some flowers we had a friend a dear friend neighbor uh whose husband passed away um and uh, so we bought some flowers because i had asked josh hey y- y'all got flowers he said yeah we got flowers and so yeah just leave it right there that's okay it doesn't matter somebody will clean up <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh so we went there had some flowers got some fruit i got like this pie thing too like a pizza pie it's like a deep dish right uh tomato and basil hadn't cooked it yet but it looked fresh i'm trying to think what else we had some cucumbers we got those the tomatoes were fresh by the way the bill russell's got a little bit of competition now with the tomatoes i will say that and nothing wrong with competition no 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 we like competition got some jelly also got some jelly. Got some okay. local jelly. Uh, Noah's favorite sandwich of all time: peanut butter and jelly. Good man. So I had to test out. Let him do the taste test on it. It is Noah approved, which is fantastic. Excellent. So, uh, and I'd say they passed the test with the cantaloupe. Easily. That was fire. I did not see that coming. No, I was throwing you a little curveball. Didn't have that on your bingo card this morning, huh? No. You know what else? I top it off with cantaloupe and coffee. That's how you do it, right there. Man, you live in that sarasota life right now i feel like i'm in sarasota right now it's a little it's, it's a little it cooler right than sarasota it right is, now though nice. it was it's humid nice. in in florida and it was hot
2: it, it was too hot it was hot it was a battle
1: but you had that screen in screen in porch pool which is yes. nice
2: so it, the day went kind of breakfast beach back to the house pool burgers hot dogs
1: <sighs> just cruising all night Been
2: a little late night dinner late night drink mm. Love so it. That's good.
1: That's a good time away. A little quick flight, quick hop, come yeah. back last night, late night. Boom. You made it back. No made, flight delay.
2: Made it here, yeah. Did you We're fly here. American? Uh, Yes, on the way there. On the way there. And then Southwest on the way back. Southwest on the way back. Southwest. How's Southwest doing these days? Uh, Good. They made me stop in Nashville first, which is, which is fine. They popped you off to Nashville real quick? Yeah. Did you get off the plane? I did have to get off the plane. You got off the plane. And then I had to get on my connecting flight. What was nat- nas- nasty like right now? That Na- Nash nasty. You talking about Nashville? <laughs> Nash nasty. What's it doing these days? Uh, it was good. It was good. A lot of people with like instruments. I would imagine. Yeah. I hear it's big on music. Yeah, it is. Pretty big. A lot of people doing drugs. Uh, not from what I saw. Not in the airport.
1: Okay, that's good. At least you're keeping it out of the airport. That's right. a positive direction.
2: Well, you know, I don't know. I wasn't really paying too much attention. You just had a head down. Yep. Did you have? Do you? You didn't carry a bag. Nope, just rolled. You got one of them them suitcases that roll with the wheels. It just rolled. I felt weird without a backpack though, but I'm trying to pack lighter. Okay. Pack less. Did you pack enough? Too much? Right amount? Um, I probably could have replaced a couple items. Sure. Items that I was like, man, I'm not, I'm not wearing this.
1: No. Yeah. Was it like a Hawaiian shirt, or what was it that like you were, were vibing with? Who's these jean shorts? Ooh, jorts, wearing. baby. <laughs> <I'm not wearing. laughs> Get them jorts out. Were they fratted tails? Like, frayed, nah, you know nah, what I mean?
2: Nah, they're not that weathered. What is yet. that? Fettered?
1: What is the right word I should be using there? F-
2: frayed. Tattered. Tattered? Frayed? Frayed, frayed and tattered. tattered. Frayed and tattered. That sounds like a good... That's uh, a
1: good country music song out of Nashville right yeah, there. Nice
2: little distillery.
1: Welcome to Nash Nasty, where we're talking about frayed and tattereds. How's it going? <laughs> well, thanks for coming in. I all appreciate right, yeah, you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, anytime. You want some cantaloupe to take with you? I'll I'll see you in a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. So uh, a little cantaloupe from Josh's Farmers Market. Uh, they get the they get the thumbs up from us. Uh, if you're on the WSIC News video stream or any of the social platforms, you just saw me chow down on a little bit of cantaloupe, which is always exciting. And uh, like I said, the jelly, the flowers, uh, the veggies, the parking actually wasn't bad either. We got there. Gosh, what time did we get there? I want to say we got there about 930-ish. Wasn't too bad. I was, I was a little nervous about the parking. Uh, we get out. First thing Noah says, Daddy, I think they got horses. I said, what, what leads you to believe that? My nostrils. My nostrils are telling me they got horses here. Turns out, no. Just uh, extra dirt for the parking. That's all that was. And, uh, you know, they're using that good compost. Hey, can we get off this angle? Sorry on the video stream, but it's not that I don't like it. I just, I just feel a little weird with it right now. It's kind of throwing me off. There we go. Ah, there it is. All right, we're back. So Jody Harrison of Daylight Donuts is going to join us at uh, 7.30. Looking forward to it. We got traffic update from iCats. We got word of the day. A lot more to talk about. Busy week. A lot of guests. Looking forward to it. Good morning, LKN. 844 Studio 4. My
0: kiss.
3: Good morning, LKN.
0: Ah. Sorry.
1: Wow. Justin Gazepis. Clearing the throat. This is the problem. I didn't set up the room even right. Ah, Got that black powder coffee. I grinded the beans this week. I grinded the beans this week. I wanted to pick the flavor. And so what I went for, Kahlua and cream. Little Kahlua and cream access action on the beans. Absolutely delicious. Uh, Wow, love a good flavored bean. Also love knowing what's going on in the roads in the morning. Because you, you got your coffee, you're walking out the door, you don't want to spill the coffee. I've done that. I, I've switched now back to the open cup, uh, not the closed thermos. Uh, debatable on whether I should have done that or not. I just There's something about the cup that feels right. But it's always nice driving on the roads, knowing what's to expect. Jeff is on the phone from iCats, rideicats.com. That's what you can go to if you want to have an alternative transportation system. Jeff, how are we doing this morning?
4: Good. I hope you're doing well, Justin.
1: Doing well, sir. How the streets looking?
4: Uh, north and southbound 77 between Statesville and Charlotte are running smoothly so far. I uh, haven't heard of any problems within the Statesville-Mooresville area. I'm in Mooresville waiting to uh, leave at 730 to head back down to uh, downtown Charlotte. Um, it usually gets a little more congested on that second run.
1: Usually, what do you think? You think the the traffic patterns that that kind of right before eight o'clock is tending to be the busier time of the day, or what in the morning time? What what tends to be the the heaviest traffic time frame?
4: Yeah, around uh, you know seven thirty, eight o'clock is where it's always uh, tends to be more busier, and and then also uh, usually if you're having more traffic accidents it seems to be between the the seven to eight thirty time frame
1: now tuesdays is the day jeff you were telling us last week that that icats does the shuttle to the va in salisbury is that right
4: yes sir how
1: how busy is that route for you guys right now are there a lot of veterans making their appointments at the va on tuesdays or you guys got room for more riders
4: We have room for more riders. Uh, Sometimes I've I've taken uh, and and done that route before, and I've had four or five uh, folks on here at one time, but uh, we do have room for more. Okay.
1: All right, Jeff, we appreciate you. We'll check in with you again at uh, 8.15 for some more uh, traffic updates. Drive safe, sir.
4: All right. Have a good morning.
1: Thank you. All right, there we go. Jeff bringing us the latest news direct. He's on the streets, and he's got – this is what we like about the the iCats partnership we've got. They have a fleet of people out here monitoring the streets. So, Jeff, it can tune in and connect with all the other drivers at iCats right now and get the most up-to-date data as it relates to traffic. And so it's a no-brainer. Rideicats.com. It's $3 if you're coming from Iredell County going downtown every morning three bucks and he, and he cruises the HOV lane all the way down too rideeyecats.com Jeff's got a birthday tomorrow He thinks we forgot I didn't forget He thinks we forgot but he, but we didn't All right Bill what's next?
5: How everybody's everybody's head
1: the
0: It's time for the word of the day What the
2: word Today's word of the day is freezing. 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 Freezin. I be freezing. Freezing. I be freezing in here sometimes. It's a noun. It's a noun. So it's a person, place, or a thing. Yes, I, I would say. I'm this gonna is lead a toward a thing. thing. Yeah, this most
1: nouns thing. are a thing. I would guess. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Maybe not. Freezing
2: Arizona. Freezing. <laughs> Fresno. A, that's a place. Or Fresno. That was another example of a noun. Oh, got it, okay. Not to be confused with freezing. Today's word of the day. <laughs> May I have it in a sentence, please, sir? He felt a frizen of delight as he stepped tentatively through the door to the, wall, through, to the walled garden. Whoa. What a flutter a... of delight. He felt a quick burst of delight. Uh, a sudden delight. Yes. Yes? Yes. Like, yes? Yeah, I can't even work around it. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I I would say so. Freezing. Get this man a bell! Right. (laughs) 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 Freezing refers to a brief moment of emotional excitement.
1: Brief. Brief. I had a hint of freezing as I was cutting open the cantaloupe this morning. Which I acquired from Josh's
2: farmer's market this week. When weekend. I when I took a bite of it, I knew what the definition of freezing was. Ooh, it hits, right? That's what they should name. That's it. what they were talking freezing about. Freezing cantaloupes. Mm-hmm. That's what they should name them right there. There you go. It's good the stuff.
1: word of the day. Getting better. Getting better. You're You're although although tomorrow yeah, first day of the week. Tomorrow could be a completely different story. We'll call it, we'll chalk that one up to uh, you know, good good morning start here. <laughs> Yeah, the word of the day. Bill gives me the word, and i got to guess the definition. The culmination is always on Friday because on Friday is where I have to, in a non-loquacious attempt, put together all the words from the week because we care about knowledge. We care about education here. School's starting. School's starting. Uh, there's, Iredale started last week. I believe last Monday was their first day. CMS is coming up sometime soon.
2: Yeah, it's got to be next week. This week, next this week? This week,
1: next week? Sometime. I always, was, I always wondered, like, why? Like, I don't start on a Monday. I think that's the way you should do it, right? Like, just, just start a week regular. I'm always thrown off when it's like, oh, let's start for a week, and then you get the following Monday for Labor Day off. You know, it's kind of like we just want to test the waters. We just want to see what things are going to be like. Kind of throws me off I'd, I'd almost rather have a full week and just go how did the kids do
2: it their first
1: week uh so technically the kids daycare is still in summer camp until thursday
2: nice so See, that's what they should do is when kids get back say no this is actually summer camp
1: that's what we do so we don't call it school during the summer we call it summer <laughs> camp
2: <laughs>
1: the routine is the same they do get added treats uh they got kona ice this week oh, they that's got nice. water play day and then i think pajama and pizza party day. They that's, do activities in that's the That's how you know time. the difference between school and summer. You don't find no cone ice during the school year on a regular basis. It's like every other week these kids coming home with, like, cone ice. Well, there was a flavor that Noah got sick on. It was, like, dragon's blood or something like that that he chose. He's like, Daddy, I went for dragon's blood. No doubt. Made my tummy hurt. I was like, I bet it did, man. That was your first time. <laughs> you got to build up a tolerance to that kind of stuff, son. Indeed. Come on. And then Emmy just comes home with a blue face just all over. Right. The Cookie just, Monster. Just sticking with it. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, but water play day is also a highlight usually because they get to go to school in their swim skibbies. Who wouldn't want
2: to go to school? You talk about freezing. <laughs> there you As go. In the word of the day. Right, but they're I not keep freezing. Thinking I, I'm saying freezing. Right, but it's frison. freeze sun, Frison. It it says free sun. It said that the second syllable is pronounced really nasally. Frison. That's what it said, on, and I don't even sun. know how to do that. I don't. Sun. But that's what Webster's dictionary said. And so now it's telling it's
1: it's like giving you clues on pronunciation, not just pure pronunciation anymore. It's right. like dialect.
2: Right. Like get the get the slang right. 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 I can hear you saying it more
1: nasal. Right. Like like I'm Demi's like... last name, her main name is more Greek than mine, right? Mine's Kazeppus. Her main name is sigaris and, and it starts T S I. Right. Tsigaris. It's a silent T. Tsigaris. Yeah. You know, Yasas. For all my Greek friends out there. Yasus. Yasus. Yeah. Opa. Opa. That's how we can do it every day. That's usually how. Maybe we should start the show like that every day. No. I don't know. I, I get lost. That's about the only word I know. How much German you still got on you? Ein uh, bisschen. Ein bisschen. You and Ben. Ben should call. him. Ben, if you're listening, if you're, if, you're, if you're listening right now, call and have a German conversation with Bill real quick. You guys can talk on the air in German. We'll see how it goes. Maybe there's a whole German population here we don't even know about. Hello. You know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded oddly similar to English. Hello. <laughs> it's like, okay. It is. It you is know, they hello. have the, the Greek festival every year in Charlotte, right. so, which we love going to. You know, it's a good opportunity to shovel my face with a bunch more food. Always a good time. The dancing, the, the music, the atmosphere, uh, the ouzo, everything that it comes I got to get back on my Mediterranean
2: diet. Yeah, that,
1: yeah. what happened with that? Doc, Dr. Eastman was talking about it. Was she pumping the, the Mediterranean on Friday?
2: No, 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 not, no, not on Friday. Um, she had more helpful hints this past Friday, though. The skincare, all which I took, sunscreened up, protecting my face.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I uh, I, I had to run the board on Friday because Joe Berg was out of town.
2: I tuned in to the end of uh, Doctor Fred's show. Did you? <laughs> What would you think? All I do is I just see him sitting back looking like he's been looking at you for an hour of someone just asking him questions. That's basically what it was. Yeah.
1: Because like when I get in the room with Dr. Fred, I, I have a I problem. You're have just a, a curious problem. guy. Yeah, I have a problem. I can't let him just talk because he's got too much knowledge. And I'm like, this is an opportune moment for me. Seize the moment. Sure. I'm not going to have another
2: Krispy Kreme
1: scenario happen to my kids.
2: He's a good sport, though. Yeah,
1: he, he, he'll he put up with me. And
2: which then is the, um, good. my mom actually told me the show following uh, the DA who had Brian Summers on. Yeah, when Brian Summers was excuse out. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Martin got home, Yeah. A, an attorney out of
1: Iredell County, former district court judge in Iredell County was the guest host, and he and I had a good rap session, talked about DWIs, yeah, talked about traffic tickets. I heard he good info
2: that you'll never need, yeah. but just in case.
1: Just in case, right. if you found yourself hanging out with people who are getting in trouble because it's not you, you just happen to say yes to go somewhere with some other people doing some sketchy things, uh, He he's a guy you can call. He's a really nice guy, too. Um, yeah. I enjoyed that conversation. Nice lineup, Friday. Yeah, it was cool, too, because I'm an attorney, right? So I was able to have some, some form of conversation with him. Uh, you know, speeding, for example, one mile per hour over. Legally, you can get pulled over, I, I would think. So check the trunk before you leave is what the, what the summation was of, of the entire conversation. If you took nothing away from the conversation, check your trunk before you leave. That's usually the best way to live your life. It's a rule I stand by. That's why I got a truck, because I don't even have to open it. I just can look, I just put my eyes to it. And that's what you get. You, continue, you continue. <laughs> Not gonna bite on that one, huh? All right, good morning, LKN. We got Jody Harrison coming up, Daylight Donuts. The Daylight Donuts fam knows who Jody is. We're getting to know Jody, I wanna hear the story. 844 Studio 4 if you wanna be part of the conversation. Representative Sane also gonna brief us on all these vetoes going on in Raleigh. We're gonna get that briefing too in the eight o'clock hour. Stick around. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazeppa, 734, quickly approaching 735. If you're on those streets, drive safe. It is Monday. People get a little loose. People get a little wild. I got a call from uh, the better half. She called. She reminded me why teachers, uh, it's really because for the teachers is why we do the week on and then the break because teachers are tired because they're taking care of all your youngins all day long. We don't want school to be like daycare, right? We don't, there's a difference. There's a difference. But some of y'all drop your kids off at school like it is daycare. Some of these stories are real. So so we're working with uh, Iredell Statesville Schools. Uh, Again, we've got a renewed partnership we're working on. They're going to be doing a podcast soon. They're going to be doing a podcast and then then we'll have representatives come on and be guests on the shows uh, to promo those, those podcasts to let you know what's going on. Some of these stories... Some of these stories about y'all, some of your parents, look, I'm not blaming people. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying, like, I know it's tough. It's a grind. But, like, bro, sending it, send it a seven-year-old in a diaper? Come on now. Come on now. We got we to gotta, we gotta figure some things out here as a society. We got we to gotta encourage each other. We got to do a little bit better. We're going to do a little bit better. I've realized I'm not the only one missing opportunities, too. It's not just my family. It's not just my family. Mark Cuban. You know, Mark Cuban missed out on, on billions, he says. All from one company. One decision, he says, left billions on the table for him. Uber. He never invested in it. He had an opportunity to invest in it in the beginning. If he would have he he had the opportunity to invest two hundred and fifty thousand, which he says today would be valued at two point two five billion. Billion. 250K to 2.25 billion. And this is a dude who's got more money than than anybody ever needs. But he still missed out on them bees. Them billies. So look, maybe I feel better. I don't like using other people's shame to make myself feel better. But I kind of feel better about this now. And maybe I keep my head up. You know, I really I really don't even need to worry about Krispy Kreme because we've got the real answer right here locally. And, that, and that's Daylight Donuts. And we've got Jody on the phone from Daylight Donuts right now. Jody, good morning to you. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? Pretty good. I appreciate you calling in. You work hard every morning, and uh, so we appreciate the time that you're giving us this morning, which is really – is today supposed to be your day off?
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Sunday and Monday. Yes, sir. We're closed on Sunday and Monday.
1: You know, I got to tell everybody the truth. You know, the, the first time I walked in Daylight Donuts by myself uh, to, to buy some donuts, I, I was the I was the rookie. I walked in trying to pay with a card and it's cash only. And so I appreciate the grace that you showed me in that moment. I, I, I learned a lesson there, sir. I learned a lesson, but I appreciate all that you do. <laughs>
3: You're you're welcome. You're quite welcome.
1: So tell me the story of daylight donuts. How did it start?
3: Well, we started in 2002, which is it's over 21 years, about 21 years ago. And uh, my father had a friend that knew about daylight donuts, or he had a daylight donut shop in Alabama. So daylight's actually a licensee. It's not a franchise, but it's like a licensee, and you. um they're out of Oklahoma. They started in Oklahoma in 54. I think it was the year 54. They make their own, they mill their own flour, Mm -hmm. mill their own flour. And do you guys get that flour?
1: You get the Oklahoma flour. That's part of the process for you guys.
3: Yes. We, yes, we order the, the flour and the um, other, their cake flour. And then their yeast flour that you make yeast donuts with. We get that every month. We get a, Truck once a month that brings the flour to us, and we turn it into dough or donuts or whatever.
1: <laughs> turn that donuts into dough, then again, right? That's the that then you can reverse yeah. the equation there. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, how many variety yeah. of donuts do you guys make?
3: Well, we make on average uh every day. We make about about twenty one, twenty two kinds. If you count fillings and stuff like that, cake donuts, and then you got you know different fillings and icings and stuff. You can add to them. So about 20, they have a bunch more different flowers, but it's just hard to, you know, make them all every day. And you kind of have to do like seasonal stuff like we do blueberry right now, this time of year. And then we'll, we'll turn to uh, pumpkin. The pumpkin's big. So we'll be doing that in September. We'll start doing that in September, so usually after Labor Day or
1: September so. is when you guys open the pumpkin floodgates.
3: Usually, yeah. Usually in September, usually October is the biggest month for October, November. And then we try to do that all the way till the end of the year. Try to do because I have so many people want it through November and even December they buy them. And they're really good. They're really a moist donut. It's a cake donut. And we add uh, pumpkin to it, grilled pumpkin.
1: Bill, the producer, is, his mouth is watering right now. It's getting a little weird outside of the studio right now, so we'll keep this to me and you right now, Jody. Uh, it, it, can you do pumpkin year-round? Would that be possible?
3: We could. I mean, we, we did it all through the winter several times, and the problem was a couple of years ago we had a problem with there was a shortage of uh, pumpkin, and a lot of pumpkin got um, – it was hard to get canned. We use canned pumpkin like you make pies with. And um, it was hard to get. It was really hard to get. But it's gotten better the last two years. Can we, and, uh, can we make it a goal to, to try like a
1: whole year of pumpkin? Is that, is that on the horizon for <laughs> yeah. Daylight Donuts at all? Because I think it, you, you'd sell all year on it,
3: those. It, it, well, I, I probably could sell them all year. I, but there's so many people want blueberry too. People like blueberry in the spring and the summertime. They like the blueberry. The blueberry is good too. That's my son's favorite right there. The blueberry is my son's favorite. So I, I would agree yeah, with a lot that. Of ki- a lot of kids like the blueberry.
1: How many donuts have you eaten in your life?
3: In my life, a lot of donuts. I've well, I eat you know a couple every day, probably at least at least one a day, or sometimes two a day. But um, I don't know. That's a lot. That's, I've ate a lot of donuts. I had never figured that out. Do you pick Um, the same flavor
1: every day or do you, do you, you know, is there a taste test to it or how do you, what's your routine like then if you eat them every
3: day? It's, I bounce around. It's like, it's like quality control. I bounce around. I have to try stuff. I like to try the icing to make sure the icing, we make our own icing. So I have to make sure the icing is up to par. And I like to try, um, the cake, the pumpkin. I like to make sure it's up to par, like the flavor and the blueberry. And, um, I just try different ones. I, I don't. I, I try the fillings, too. I like to try them to make sure there's got enough filling in them. So I try to put enough filling in them so it tastes like filling. You don't get robbed of the cream or the jelly.
1: What's the most popular flavor, would you say?
3: Well, the one we sell the most of is just, you know, regular just plain glazed donuts, like a yeast donut, because most people take them to work or school or something, and they they know everybody usually likes glaze, but then we sell a ton of chocolate too. We sell a lot of chocolate glazed donuts. Those are the two most popular. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you ever get bored making donuts in the popular. day? Do you, make, do you get bored, or is it just like fun to make donuts? Like, do you like a kid in the candy shop basically every day?
3: I don't. No, you don't get bored with it. It's it's a lot of work. I mean, people don't realize how many hours we put in because you have to go in in the middle of the night, and um, you have to put a lot of hours in, and it's. A lot of people think we just open up at 5 30 in the morning and we you know we leave at one but that's not how it works because there's a lot of prep you have to do every morning then you have to you know clean it up too so it's a lot of hours but it's not that's not boring and I'm very blessed I've been able to work with my mom and my dad you know and and have a lot of friends there and and people that we become good friends with and stuff like that
1: what time do you get to the shop like 2 a.m.?
3: Usually, yeah. Usually, uh-huh. it's in the middle of the night, and uh, because it takes two hours to make the dough for for the yeast donuts, so like you know, you wouldn't have them for two hours. And then uh, we do a lot of all the cake donuts and stuff too. You're doing that while those are rising. What
1: What time do you go to bed then? If you're getting in at two a.m., you got to be going to bed real early.
3: I usually try to go to bed. By seven thirty or eight at the latest, yeah. I usually try to go to bed by then. Um, yeah, I get I can operate on a little bit less sleep than most people, but I've been doing it for you know twenty one years, so it's.
1: You've been doing it twenty one years. Daylight Donuts heard. is seventy years old. I'm being told too. That started in nineteen fifty four. Seventy year anniversary this year of Daylight Donuts. We doing anything special?
3: Uh, we hadn't really thought about anything i guess I i don't know they it's hard out here we're kind of on the outer edges of the the name like a lot of people don't know about the name but um so we don't get very many promotional stuff now back in oklahoma where a lot of them are in missouri and kansas and texas there's a lot of them out there they have a lot more um You know, notoriety. People know them a lot more out there. But they don't do any national advertising. It's not like Dunkin' or, you know, Krispy Kreme or anybody. It's better.
1: Radio fam, coming right back. We're sticking with digital. All right, uh, Jody, we're still on the video stream live just on the social platforms. Radio family, we took a break real quick. Look, tell me, okay, what's it like working with family? Uh, My wife and I, we made a pact years ago. If we'd ever tried to work together, it probably wouldn't work so we 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 talk about business a lot, but we don't actually work together in the kitchen together. What is it like working with your family every day
3: it's i mean it's good for me I'm very blessed i could i get along very good with my dad we're very close, and my mom we were very close with her before she passed and um uh, it's very i mean it's 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 good i enjoy i enjoy it um I don't think everybody can do it but um you have to have a special you know kind of bond, and I know what Dad does, and he knows what i that we do our own separate things and stuff, and we don't get involved or we don't argue hardly at all because we get along real good and stuff so I mean, I think that's, it that makes it per- i mean it's special not everybody can do it
1: do you, do you think there will be a third generation daylight donut er uh in the family here soon? what do you think <laughs> i don't
3: I don't know I have a little girl, but I don't know she likes she likes to come down there and and decorating and stuff. I don't know what, her, I mean, I'm not going to push her into anything. I wouldn't push her into anything. No, but, but she
1: likes um, donuts though, I bet.
3: No. Yeah. Oh yeah, she enjoys the donuts. She thinks it's cool and she gets to see the process and the decorating and all that stuff.
1: You're, I bet your dad's in heaven too, being able to, uh, you know, work with, with you and your daughter, being able to hang out with it with his grandbaby. He's got to love that too, I would imagine.
3: Yeah, he's always enjoyed being able to and he's made a lot of made a lot of friends uh at the shop and over you know, we have a lot of regulars that come and uh, he's really enjoyed I think that helps him stay young and um uh, gives him a lot of he has a lot of friends that people would check on him and they come by and see him and and he's made and met through the years that he wouldn't have I don't think he would have made if he hadn't had we hadn't had the shop. Mhm.
1: The the shop is definitely big on community. That's something I've noticed every time I come in there. It's like people are just hanging out, having a good time. And so we're gonna rejoin with the radio fam here in a minute. Are you okay if we talk about about that a little bit? Just kind of the what's it been like in the community? What are some? What's your favorite parts of the community? And and going through that aspect of things. Are you okay with that?
3: Yes. Okay, yes, that's fine. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, cool. So about ten seconds, we're gonna rejoin with the radio fam. Hang on for me. Okay. Good morning, LKN. 7.48. And if you haven't started your morning right, you still have some time. And the right way to start your morning is with a daylight donut. And we've got Jody Harrison (laughs) of, of Daylight Donuts on the phone with us right now. Today's supposed to be his day off. But, but I said, Jody, can I, can I get a few minutes? Let's, let's talk about Daylight Donuts. Jody, when I, when I came to Daylight Donuts, I've now been there a couple of times, love the shop, in the heart of Statesville. I mean, uh, uh, if I think about the original Statesville near the mall, uh, you know, Iredell Health, thankfully, just put in a new urgent care right across the street so you guys can just wheel me over there. Heaven forbid something ever happens to me. But what's it been like in the community uh, for over 20 years uh, running Daylight Donuts?
3: Uh, we've made a lot of of uh, friends and made a lot of um, people that I've met through the shop that I never would have met anywhere else. I think because uh, you have a lot of people that are you know repeat customers through schools and through churches and all kinds of civic groups and charities, all kinds of charitable organizations and golf tournaments. And I mean, there's a lot of pe- a lot of people you come in there I never would have met if I hadn't been to the shop.
1: Do you have people that literally just come in and sit there and then like you have to kick them out at one o'clock? Is that normal?
3: Sometimes you do. You have people that you won't kick them out, but we kind of, you know, we'll run out. And if we sell out too, I mean some days we sell completely out everything because we start over every day fresh and uh, we don't carry anything over. So everything you get that day is, you know, made that, that morning. And uh, we don't carry anything over. So if we gets late in the morning, you know, 1130 or 12, we don't, we can't cook anymore because we leave it. you know, we close it, try to close at one. We try to stay up until one, but sometimes we close at 12 or so.
1: What would you say is like the busiest time in the morning? Is it like 6 a.m., 7 a.m.? What's the busiest time for you guys?
3: Now that school is back in, the typically the busiest time is between, you know, 6.30 and about 9. That's usually the busiest time. Yeah, it's 6.30 to 9 because there's, you know, school kids go. They have to be, the elementary school have to be in at 7.00 like seven thirty, and then the high middle school and high school have to be there eight thirty. So that's the busiest time now school, school's back in.
1: Do you ever put on a lab coat and just try to mix up different flavors in the back of the, in the back of the house?
3: I don't, I don't usually do that. I mean, we never really try to vary that much. Uh, sometimes we'll do, I just, part of it, I don't have time to do it, but, um, I just, I kind of leave it like, you know, keep, keep it. And a lot of people want us to try, you know, all these variations and stuff. And sometimes you're like, you're spending a lot of time doing that. And you should just focus on, you know, just keep a simple kind of thing.
1: How do you, you guys fry, is it in a fryer? The donut, the, the dough goes in a fryer. Or do you like oven bake it? How do you guys do it?
3: They're all hand made, hand cut and hand fried. And we fry them all in a fryer. Yes. And, um, uh, they're, you know, the yeast donuts, the biggest thing with them is the rising part because the dough has to rise. And and um, it takes two hours for that, roughly, before you have the first donut. Frying them is the simple part. It only takes, you know, a couple minutes to fry them. But the, uh, all of them are fried. The cake donuts and the yeast donuts are all fried. We drop our cake donuts. I drop them by hand. Like the pumpkin and all that stuff has to be dropped by hand in the oil.
1: You can't rush greatness. The only thing we
3: bake is, yeah, <laughs> we only bake a little bit of stuff. We bake, we have one oven, we bake um, the cinnamon rolls. That's what people want more than a lot of. And it's, it's hard to make because dad makes them by hand. They're handmade.
1: Oh, your cinnamon dad's rolls. on the cinnamon roll. He, he, Your dad handles the cinnamon rolls.
3: Yeah, he, dad handles all the pastries. I, mean, I can't take any credit for that because he makes the cinnamon rolls, he makes the pine cones, he makes the. The apple turnovers, he makes the, um, the apple fritters when we have those. We don't make those every day because um, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to make all of them, and then you'll sell so many of one, and it's hard to make the other. But the cake donuts and stuff like that, I do those, and then I, we do the gla- – both of us do the the glazed donuts, and the, and then when it gets you know opened up, I have to go out front, and I do the front end stuff. Mm.
1: I envision whenever you guys are letting the the yeast rise, uh, I, that you 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 go to the jukebox and you hit the play button and there's just this harmonious melody.
3: Is that part of the routine? <laughs> well, I mean there's you mean music playing, is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah, there's music playing all the time. He's always got music on. Dad does. He's always got music on in the back, but um there's a lot of you're not you're not just sitting around waiting on it to rise. You, we're always doing something else. Why well, we kind of got a I think that's why we're successful because we're um that's how we get open every morning because we know we have to keep you're doing something else. So one thing's rising, you're doing something else, and you're constantly staying busy. You're not you know you, you don't have much downtime. The only time we have downtime is if if it's later in the morning and we've got all the other stuff covered. You might have a little bit of time, but we don't have very much downtime.
1: Is it just you and your family that run the shop or do you have other, you know, employees? What's the labor market been like for you guys through COVID and and to this point now?
3: Um, it's always been just me and dad and then my mom before mom passed away. She was there. And then we have two other helpers that come and help us. And, uh, they helped me. They're a tremendous help to me in the mornings. Art and Judy. They help me, and uh, but that's all we have. We don't have. I mean, we don't have like a huge labor force. That's why it's very small scale. And but we can make a lot of donuts when you go in there and you you set your mind to it and you get started early in the morning. You can do a lot. You can have a lot of stuff done before we open if you go in early.
1: Shout I mean, out to as early as, shout out to Art Fincannon who connected us, by the way. So Art's been a, been very kind yeah, to me. Yeah, you got to give Art, you got to give Art credit. <laughs> That's right, no doubt about That's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> when did your mom pass, Jody?
3: She passed in two thousand and twenty-one. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. She passed that January. Yeah, that was a rough year. We we were closed for six weeks when she passed but um we didn't know what to do we didn't know if we should carry on how we should continue we um but we thought it'd be best for dad and me both if we you know carried on and kept going and um she was really big in the shop but she really enjoyed the shop and she's a big talker she liked to talk to people and meet people and um she had a lot of friends and people that she met through the shop and She's very instrumental in shop, so we knew we need to carry on for her, for and see how it goes. And and it's been we've been good the last couple of years. I didn't know if we could make it without her. And uh, but I think it was good for me and Dad both to continue. But I like I said, I have a lot of help. I've had a lot of help with, you know, with the people that have helped me through the last since Mom passed. Friends and family, and Art and Judy that's helped me at the shop, and they've all helped us get through it. Was your, was
1: your mom a woman of faith?
3: Yes. Yes. She was very, and she loved their, I mean, she loved people of all kinds and colors and shapes and sizes. She, she loved kids. She had a daycare for, for like yeah. almost 30 years. And, uh, she had a lot of kids that she had brought up. That's what she did before we opened the shop. And She had it a little bit when we first opened the shop up, she still had her daycare and kept a lot of kids, a lot of school kids that. Their mothers were teachers and stuff.
1: I remember when my dad passed in 2017, and, and you think to yourself, it's 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 hard because I, I worked with my dad in real estate, so I was a real estate attorney prior to getting uh, back into broadcasting, and and we had worked together as you know brokers together. I got my real estate license with him. I was on his team, and so I know that feeling of of mm-hmm. when you lose the person that you've been you know beside, not just not just because it's your parent, but because you actually work with them, right? Like every day, and you see them every day, and you have conversations oh, yeah. every day, and that gets it's you can never fill that void, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you want to continue on because you, you you've been taught so much what's one of your favorite lessons that your parents have taught you um in this business or in life
3: i think the biggest thing they've taught me is is you know hard work and um honesty i think dad's always and mom too as she could be you know extremely honest about stuff sometimes brutally honest or whatever but you you just, when you're, when you're honest with people and up front with them, I think, and I think that I carry that on. I try to be fair to everybody that comes in there, like regardless of where they come from or what their back, I, cause I don't know what their day's been. They might've been up all night with somebody in the hospital or they could have been, you know, could have just lost their parents or they could have just had a sick kid or they could have had, you know, they might not have a dime to their name or whatever, but you just got to be fair with them give them a fair shake and, you know, let them know that you're, and if that means letting them come back and pay me or, you know, just taking it, you know, whatever, I mean, I think you just need to be fair. And you got I think the world would be a lot better if you would just treat people like you don't know what they're coming from and give them, a, you know, at least that one time to be fair with them. We've been speaking
1: with Jody Harrison of Daylight Donuts. Daylight Donuts is located at 1849 East Broad Street in Statesville, uh, the heart of old Statesville right there. Broad Street, beautiful shop. Uh, love coming in there. You can tell it's, it's definitely a hardworking environment. But you guys put out a great product. I got to tell you, Jody, them donuts is delicious, baby. Them things are good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
1: I appreciate your time this morning again. 1849 East Broad Street in Statesville. Go check out Jody and his crew. Say hey to his dad. Can I call him Papa Harrison? Is that going to be okay, or what should I call him when I come in?
3: A lot of people call. Well, my little girl calls him Pop, and a lot of people call him Pop or Mike. That's what they call. Yeah, but okay. most people down there call him Mike and everything. Okay, I'll,
1: I'll try to. I'll try to do a first name basis, but I'm not good at that. It's, I don't know if it's the southern southern side <laughs> of me or not. But Jody, I appreciate your time, sir. I hope you guys have a great week.
3: Thank you, Justin. I appreciate it. Yes, Thank sir. you. See you soon.
1: Because you know I'm coming back for another you, dozen, sir. baby. Yes, you know I'm coming back.
3: Mm. Okay. <laughs> mm. Okay. See ya. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: There you go. Jody Harrison, Daylight Donuts. Bill, how much is your mouth watering throughout that entire conversation? Man, that dude? was kind of tough. Dude, I'm like – and then he started talking about pumpkin. Right. And then he's throwing out the pumpkin. And then blueberries. So I'm thinking of Noah, who just is in love with the blueberry stuff. Yeah, oh, man. My... That was tough. Gosh, man. Daylight Good. Donuts. Y'all, y'all – y- you don't have to – look. Critique me. Try me. Go try Daylight Donuts and tell me if you can taste something better than that right there. Them them, them donuts be good. 844 Studio 4, Good Morning LKN. My kids, we got Representative Jason Sane coming up next hour. You're going to want to hear about all these vetoes going on in Raleigh. What is going on out there? My goodness. Good Morning LKN coming back. Good Morning LKN. Justin Kazeppis, 8.05, approaching 8.06 rather swiftly this morning. One hour down in the week, bills on the sticks, and we've got uh, a legend on the phone right now. The hardest working man in Raleigh, Representative Jason Sane, host of All Things Sane, which airs Wednesdays here at WSIC, 11 to noon every Wednesday, and we have a lot of representatives that do shows here. We appreciate Representative Sain's time. How are we doing this morning, sir?
0: Good morning, T. I'm doing great. Other uh, uh, than it's the end of the weekend when you start Monday morning, but hey, we're just one step closer to the next weekend.
1: <laughs> now, now, you guys were busy last week. Y'all been y'all been doing quite a bit of work. I'm looking at a list of uh, overrides on vetoes here. One that that I don't know if you're ever going to have to override. I hope you wouldn't. What's up with esports these days? When's the next bill coming down the hopper for esports?
0: Well, hey, the good news is we don't need another bill right now. We're rocking and rolling another terrible We keep inviting all these uh, uh, major uh, competitions into North Carolina. Uh, we've got several on the horizon. I, I talk a lot with the folks who who do these, who plan them, who uh, entertain offers from from those uh, coming into our state. So uh, there's several more I can't disclose, but uh, but they're on the way, and it's it's pretty awesome what happens. Uh, you know, it's it's not just about esports. There's a lot that goes in behind it. But the biggest thing for taxpayers is it's free money because it comes into our state. People spend a lot of money, and then they leave. So some of the best residents you could ever want. We don't even have to put them through school. Uh, and the the good news for us, it's a, a nice boom uh, for for taxpayers because it, it helps offset other costs and and really helps our, our local retailers, our our hoteliers, our, our restaurants, all those things when when those things happen. And, uh, and, and we're doing a lot, too. i tell you what is coming up, though, uh, in this coming budget. Uh, there's a little mine tucked away for a little school up in Greensboro. Uh, you, you know, Bill might have heard of it. Um, it turns out uh, they're, they're starting to form the high school association that will, will help high schoolers uh, compete in eSports, creating the league, if you will, uh, really across our state. So we've been working with the chancellor there and all the good folks at UNC Greensboro uh, they're just amazing. They were up last week, uh, had a young lady to help, who was uh, chair of their eSports club when, when this all came about a couple of years ago as we started investing in, in UNC Greensboro. And the reality is what that means for us is, is, is those who who want to see the state move forward. Uh, we're training a lot of young people uh, to go take the jobs of the future today. And that that is the most important part of everything that we're doing. When you think about Uh, Your high school folks in Mecklenburg County and Lincoln County participated in their first ever one of these championships. Uh, Shout out to my Lincoln County schools because they won one of the championships. Uh, But but a lot of competition going on. Uh, But more than that, it's just the back end and all the, the, the smart things that happen with that. So it's a lot of fun.
1: I love how you're forward thinking, sir. I think that, and that that seems to be coming more prominent of a conversation. We can't just be in the here and now. We've got to look to the future. So so as I look here too, you, you do a newsletter that you send out as well, keeping people updated on what's going on in Raleigh. One of the topics in your most recent newsletter, Inside Raleigh, uh, is talking about NCDOT seeking public input for the next 10-year transportation plan. I don't know. Is transportation even a topic in Raleigh these days, or what? I, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. What am I missing?
0: You know, people do do mention it, uh, particularly if you're sitting on Highway 16 in, in my district uh, on any afternoon trying to get somewhere. Uh, as to tell people, you know, we we are the land of plenty, uh, except we're missing plenty of roads. Um, the, the reality is, we have hit such a uh, you know accelerator in our area in the Lake Norman area over the last 23 years. I can remember driving home from UNC Charlotte as a student and coming to see mom and dad. And I'd head up 77 and I'd get off the exit in Huntersville in 73 and shoot over And nothing would impede my progress by the way. There was one gas station there at the exit. Uh, I would get to Denver at 16 and 73 and literally a four-way stop sign uh, and with a blinking light. And and so things have changed a lot in, in my lifetime for sure. Uh, that hasn't been that long since I was in school, though. No, well, I could probably say, you're getting old, old man. But but we're 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 really rapidly changing, as everyone knows. But the problem is, you know, planning for roads doesn't happen overnight. You don't just plan for a road, you know, once everybody gets here. These things take 10, 20, 30 years in development and funding. And so, as, as economies ebb and flow, as people come and go, it, it makes it very hard to, to put the roads where, where they're needed. And we're a state, by the way, only second to Texas in number of miles of road uh, that's out there. So, uh, you know, getting in early on the planning is very important. So in, in that newsletter, and uh, anyone within the sound of a voice knows how important uh, our area is in, in terms of, of building roads. There's a formula in Raleigh that, that to me, doesn't make sense. Uh, the problem is you got to get uh, – uh, everyone to vote for, for these things, or at least the majority of them, uh, but at least BFC is, is planning for our future, and, and look, they're going to continue to plan, and, and we know we're growing. So the, this the, the one thing about our success, I got this fortune cookie over the weekend, and it said, it is too late to start digging the well when you feel thirsty. Now, I don't know who wrote that, and maybe it's Confucius. It could be somebody in a warehouse in Los Angeles, but nevertheless, they were absolutely right. Uh, we have to plan and it's too late to plan once you get thirsty uh, to dig that well.
1: One of the major seats for governor is DOT, and that's a big aspect. And if I look at what's been going on in Raleigh, it looks like you say as of August 16th, and this is public record, 89 times Governor Cooper has vetoed bills that have hit his desk. You guys have overridden, the Republicans have overridden 37 of those bills. My gosh, do you just accept that it's an uphill battle, like, on every single thing you guys put forward? Is that just the mantra now in the Republican Party?
0: I'll try to clean it up, but, you know, when you're dealing with someone who's difficult, uh, yeah, you just expect it. When you say 89 times, sound like uh, Principal Rooney, by the way, 89 times uh, that this guy is, is vetoing bills that a lot of times, and most times, are bipartisan bills. Uh, so he's bucking people in his own party when he does that. It's not like we're uh, going up there and passing things radical. I mean, it's not It's not like you he said, hey, you know, let's just keep men out of women's sports or something. Oh, wait a minute, we did say that because it makes sense. And then he vetoed something like that. I mean, this is a guy that's checked out. I mean, he's a lame duck governor. Uh, you know, n- no one really, pre- a- a- at first they appreciated what he was doing during COVID and they can sell it all they want to, but, but those of us who, who kind of understood after, after the initial scare, uh, that, that we had our state logged down. Other states were, were moving forward, like South Carolina and Florida and so forth. Uh, you know, this guy, this guy is just a he's a, really a, a, a talking piece for the National Democratic Party and tried to sell himself off as of some centrist moderate, and that's just not the case. Um, the reality is the, the, we're overriding the vetoes because once we finally got to the supermajority, it made it easier to do that. Uh, as we kept building our caucus and building uh, the Senate caucus of the, of the Republicans, we, we were in a much better place and able to override a lot of the things that he is that he would have us not do or do uh, as the case may be.
1: One of the big ones you guys overrode six, I believe, last week. And one of them was this Women in Sports Act. I, and forgive me if I'm saying the name wrong on that. Why, why do dudes want to play women's sports? I'm trying to understand it. I I don't connect well with on the issue. I just don't understand it. Um, uh, there, there's nothing wrong with separation in sports. We're made differently. Got about a minute left. What is going on, man?
0: Well, you know, my 15 year old can break it down pretty quickly. Those dudes don't need to be in women's sports. Right. And that's how he put it. Uh, Um, reality is it's about fairness in women's sports. It's not fair. Uh, men and women are built differently, we are biologically different. I know there's people out there that don't believe that, but the reality is we are different. Uh, God made us that way, and he made us uh, for a reason. Um, is to be biologically successful. But it is about biology, and reality is men are just bigger and faster and stronger uh, in most cases. That's not knocking women's sports. Women are very, very capable in their own run. Uh I could never play tennis. Uh, with some of the women's tennis players out there. And look, quite frankly, I couldn't play soccer with a lot of the, the women that play soccer. Uh, they excel at different things. But we want to make sure that it stays fair. We overrode his veto. We want to make sure that we keep forces, uh, sports, as, sports as, as, as fair as we can be.
1: All right, so you guys had we're at Digital Now Radio. We went to we went to a break real quick. So the other 5 that you guys overrode, what, what what's what give us the lay of the land kind of kind of what was the the take on the other bills and and why you guys chose to pursue the 5 that you chose to pursue besides the Fairness and Women's Sports Act?
0: Well, no, like it is under the same thing, Alcohol 808, which was uh, it, it's it's about gender transition surgical procedures for children. Uh, we banned those. I you know, again, this is this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Uh, you know we're we're not letting these kids go vote. We're not letting them drink alcohol, uh, but we're allowing you know children underage to decide whether or not they could cut off their parts, right? Uh, we're not gonna do that. I mean, it just seems you know pretty matter of fact that we shouldn't be doing that. we literally have people on the house floor arguing for this. Uh, it's just amazing to me. Uh, it, you know sometimes it's you, you do have to sit kind of on your hands and not and not and not shout out when you when you hear some of the most ridiculous things that are, being said by the other side. Um, House bills 219 and 618, uh, which were expanding access and streamlining approval for charter schools across the state. Uh, My child's in a charter school. Charter schools are very popular. We believe in educational choice. Uh, You know from my show, I've had our our chairwoman of our our, uh, uh, local public schools in Lincoln County. We've got great public schools. That doesn't happen everywhere. And we want to make sure that parents have a choice. They get to choose what's best for their child. It might be public schools, but it could be charter schools. We wanted to to expand those those uh, uh, things that are available to parents. I mean, j- really, just you know, so many things as as we as we look at uh, the governor and, and the, the uh, differences we have with, with with how he operates. And of course, obviously, he doesn't agree with what we're doing. But uh, that's okay. Uh, we we have plenty uh, plenty of room for disagreement. And turns out we uh, we had the numbers, and we we, we overrode his his vetoes.
1: All right, Representative Jason Sane, host of All Things Sane, which airs every Wednesday at 11 a.m. You going to be from Raleigh this week, or are going to be here in town?
0: I will be here in town. I'll have uh, Representative Jeff Elmore uh, joining me. He's running for Lieutenant Governor. He's one of my co-chairs on appropriations. He's from Wilkes County, so he'll be joining me in studio.
1: All right, looking forward to it, sir. We appreciate your time. You bet.
0: Thank you. All right.
1: There you go. Digital fam, we're going to hop off real quick. We'll be right back in about uh, 30 seconds. uh, Back to the radio fam.
5: Now, more stimulating talk for Lake Norman Statesville with Justin Kazepis. It's Good Morning LKM on the new 105.9 100.7 WSIC.
1: Good morning, LKM. Justin Kazepis, 818. Thanks to Representative Jason Sain for calling and giving us the update from Raleigh. Uh, a lot going on. Uh, a lot of tough conversations, um, but big, big conversations. And, and for whatever reason, the way the world is right now, we've got to have them. People are people are trying to do things, and you got to you got to you got to protect people, and you got to make sure that, that that things are getting done. And uh, there's a lot of things to do. That's the, There's a lot of things to do, and, and, and when you're doing it, you're driving on the roads. You're hitting the streets, and you got to be safe. Now, Jeff is on the phone from iCats. Jeff, how are we looking this morning?
4: Um, I'm headed back to Statesville uh, at exit uh, 23 here in Huntersville. Uh, traffic is coming to a standstill. On the way down around exit 25 in Huntersville, it was getting congested beside besides that, everything's running smoothly this morning.
1: That pesky Lake Norman bottleneck, my gosh, it hits every morning right in those same sweet spots. Jeff, what's it like cruising in that HOV lane? Give everybody a honk on the other side of the road and wave to them and say, hey, ride iCats.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I, we've, uh, our passengers have joked about us doing that, but uh, uh, it is nice to be able to have the HOV lane.
1: We appreciate you giving us the update. How are things looking from, from your other, your other uh, drivers throughout Mooresville, throughout Statesville? Anything on the secondary roads people need to be aware of this morning?
4: Right now, everything looks good.
1: Okay. We like that. We want the roads clear. We appreciate all the, that ICATS does, Jeff. Uh, don't think I forgot, sir. You got a birthday tomorrow, and we're bringing out the big guns for you. We appreciate you, Jeff. Uh,
4: okay. All right. Take care.
1: All right. Bye-bye. Day. There you go. Had to mess with Jeff a little bit there. Had to had to, had to, to let him know that, that we're here. We're here. We're not going to forget. Big topics. Big conversations happening. It's a busy week this week. We got Joe Berg coming up at 8.30. He's going to give us a sports update from the weekend. As far as I know, he made it back from the island. He came back. He's ready to give us an update. Going to talk a little Panthers. Panthers played Friday night. WSIC does carry the Carolina Panthers. Did you know that? Did you know WSIC carries the Carolina Panthers games? <laughs> exactly. We, didn't, we don't have Mick Mixon in-house, though the legend himself, right? Mick Mixon. I mean, Correct. Gosh. Well, I met him a couple of times. Um, I did the Keller Radio Talent Institute back at App State. Had an opportunity to go meet uh, Mr. Mixon. What a nice guy. Just all around great guy, super kind, grateful for what he did, and uh, we love the culture he helped create, you know, for the radio fam as it relates to the Panthers. New
2: right. crew's doing good. They have a they have a new radio guy, don't they? They have a new radio guy. Um, I think he covered a lot of the lacrosse games, and uh, I got a man, my friends are gonna be upset with me for not remembering his name right now. Yeah, they are. Mostly me. Yeah. But I'm killing it. Way to. Way to glad start. I checked in in this conversation with nothing to bring to it. Sorry, I got excited. Well, uh Representative Sain had on the
1: UNCC football coach. Oh uh, yeah, Coach Biff Pogi. Yeah, had him on last week. How was the How was the conversation? I was in a meeting um, that that day. How was the conversation?
2: Oh, it was good. I mean, it's Representative Sain does a great job with his guests, making them feel comfortable. And when they get going, I mean, the UNCC thing goes deep. You oh know? yeah because um, senator sawyer also um she's getting into football this year wow so she says yeah wow. so uh, big big year for the 49ers down there they got some new logos and stuff so
1: they gotta they, that stadium is nice hey i gotta you, you I seen gotta the a game
2: i haven't been to a game
1: app state uh and, and uncc play you taking me we'll go okay Do
2: you want to can I get Ben's ticket? <laughs> ben will Ben'll fight, Ben'll fight you for, the, know, ticket. Fight you no for the ticket. I want no problems. <laughs> I yeah, want no
1: problems. He's diehard. He, he's always hit me up like the night before a game. Hey, you want to go to the game tomorrow? I'm like, ah, oh, man. I dude, love those guys. You, guy. you, you got to give me yeah, some more time, bro. Right. You got to give me time. And now he's going to rag on me because he's got a ticket, I think, to the UNC game. And he's going to say, hey, man, you want to go to the game? And he already did. And I said, I don't know, man. He's like, I gave you time. I gave you time. <laughs> I gave you what you wanted. And so right. now I'm going to get ragged on. Right. Well, that's okay. Uh, this week, so uh, a few guests coming up. I'll give you a couple. John Green, CEO of Iredell Health, will be joining us, uh, I want to say, Wednesday morning, 730. Awesome. Commissioner Dave Gilroy of the town of Cornelius. This guy's a wild card. Okay. This guy, Commissioner Gilroy, does not hold back. Does I like him. not hold back his thoughts. He's got a newsletter he sends out. Does not mind going scorched earth on his opinions. My On, boy Gilroy. on decisions that are being, being made and, and conversations that are happening. Very <laughs> excited to have him on. Uh, just because I've always wanted to just sit down and rap with him about this stuff. He, right. He's willing to have conversations. He's big on personnel costs right now. He's big in the budget on, hey, why are we spending so much money on people? I, I want to hear the take because where are we at in the market? Like, like where, where are the wages out of Cornelius as compared to other places? One of the giant ginormous conversations going on in the town, and a couple of the towns, a couple of the local towns having this conversation. People that work as staff for the town not being able to afford to live in the town. Right. Is that okay? Right. We're going to find out. We're going to get Commissioner Gilroy's thoughts on that. We're going to find out. Friday, we kind of have a double food day this week because we had Jody Harrison from Daylight Donuts this morning. Mm. We got the Havana 33 crew coming in on Friday. Now we're talking. In studio.
2: Now we're talking. Havana 33. In studio.
1: In studio. But here's the thing. Havana 33, they don't own just Havana 33. They own four restaurants. Juan Loco and Cornelius. The most bomb quesadillas I've ever had. I'm going to put it. it up there. I'll take it. Uh, Verde
2: in Huntersville. Okay, I'm delicious. Yep.
1: And then there's a fourth restaurant. I got so giddy when he told me Juan Loco, I forgot to ask what the fourth restaurant was. That's what we call a tease. I, and we're going to find out. I, I will see if they bring a spread in. I can't guarantee it. I certainly hinted at it as part of the phone conversation. Hey, you're going to make delicious food for everybody else. Why not make a little bit of delicious food for hmm. us? So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited. A couple more guests throughout the week. Got a couple things planned. I can't give you everything right now. Always go back to the Facebook page. If you don't follow us on Facebook, you should, because Richard is always keeping you guys updated, our digital community manager, on what is going on throughout the station, throughout the community. So our digital community manager, uh, Richard Shannon, taking care of you guys. And and you can go back and watch these clips, too, anywhere. You know, we clipped the Josh's Farmer's Market we're gonna clip the Jody with with daylight donuts. We had Mayor Bales last week. We got to clip that one still yes, uh, we for do. the town of Huntersville. Thank you, Mayor Bales, and, and thank you, Mayor Bales, for her time and for coming on. And uh, we've got some more leaders that are reaching out now that want to come on the show. And so I've got to make sure I wear my tie and my suit and tie every day just to to act proper, um, but not before housing a whole dozen pumpkin daylight donuts. Mm. You think I forgot to ask? Did they have cream like pumpkin cream filled pumpkin donuts? Or is it, I think he
2: said the filling. I like right? you, man. You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, man, you're crazy, man. I like you, but you, you are crazy. You're crazy, man. I would house a dozen of them suckers. Don't, don't hold me past it. I would do it. I just want the paste, the, 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 the cream stuff. The paste? I guess. Did you call it the paste? I don't know, man. This is just, you just know, got this tube of like there. paste and paste
1: in the. I wonder if they do that, like, or do they just take like a little drizzle stick? You know, a little, a little
2: drizzle stick? Just These blah, blah, blah. are the scientific names, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> completely. Completely accurate as to the uh, relevancy. And uh, what was your favorite part of Sarasota, Bill? Um, you know, a little bit of the history of Sarasota. I mean, that's where the Ringling Brothers, um, that's where they did a lot of their work. Barnum and Bailey? Yes, sir. That's where they did. So it's a its a city. It's a nice little slice of paradise built on circus money. And it's a, they got a lot of it down there. Um, they got elephants roaming the streets. No, nah, no elephants roaming the streets. You know that's what I I did not get a chance. I know. uh Big shout out to Keith. He called in after the show on Friday, gave me the recommendation to go to the Ringling Brothers uh, um, um, Museum. Yeah, right, which is kind of kind of their house. I did not have a chance to. do it. it was just such a quick trip, and the the beach was just calling my name. Um, but I had a friend who went, and uh yeah, he said he was a little disappointed because he didn't see any elephants. Uh, but the house huge. You can go send your kid away to summer camp there. I mean, To learn how to be in the circus? To learn how to be in the circus, to learn about the circus. Any and all things circus. Did you get any lessons on the circus? Uh, Even though you didn't go to the house, but did you get any lessons while you were there? I did not. I did not. Are mimes still big in the circus? Um, I haven't been to a circus lately. I don't think they're doing as big. I think mimes have kind of had their... You know, it's actually time for mimes to come back around. I actually think they're coming back soon. It's a skill set. For sure. You know, we went to the circus together. Yes, we did. Years ago. Yep. That was like 2008,
1: 2007? Yep. Dang. Right. I found like this old camera. You know, you, you know, you, back in the day, you used to have like actual cameras. Sure. Oh, yeah. I remember. And, and I found it one day, and I found the pictures. A
2: no-call camera?
1: <laughs> one of the ones you can't make a call from? No, no Wi-Fi. And, and Just pictures. And it was like, you know, four megapixels. And right. uh, I found the circus pictures. It was, it was the only thing on that camera really wild wow. i put them on my computer cool yeah so I like, yeah so the circus it's still it's still out there uh watched uh over the weekend we watched uh madagascar 3 nice related to the circus correct they they go around traveling the world and all that kind of stuff man those penguins are hilarious they are hilarious went to the cheesecake factory this weekend your thoughts okay oh boy they opened up at eleven on Saturday. Let's go. We we were at the park in the morning. Had to get the kids out of house, but we stay local. Look, look, we don't we don't go on these extravagant trips. We usually stay pretty close to home. Uh, uh, don't get me wrong. We'll, we'll do some traveling every once in a while. M- once, maybe twice a year. Not a lot. We spend most of our time locally. Demi and I have decided, you know, if we're going to live here, we're going to, we want to enjoy the local cuisine. So that's what we choose to spend our dollars on, right? It is the local food scene. I like that. A- and uh, atmosphere, phenomenal. The robust menu is is still just like South Park's location, almost overwhelming. Hundreds of options to choose from. How they do that from a management perspective, I am very curious about to learn the inner workings of the Cheesecake Factory. I ordered the cheeseburger to test. Meat to bun ratio, perfect. Toppings were great. I ordered it medium. I'm gonna be honest, a little undercooked. Just a smidge. I'll, I'll chalk it up till they're working it out. I'm not hating on them, I'd go back. I would go back, I'd probably order the burger again, give them a second shot. Overall, service was great. Food was delicious. I still ate it. You know, as long as it's dead and not bleeding, I'll eat it. Uh, But Demi wouldn't take a bite. Demi wouldn't take a bite. Good morning, LKN. We got Joe Berg, sports director, coming up next, my kiff. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepas. Bill is on the sticks. And it's now 834. Got to get my sports update. There was a little bit of drama. Looks like a game got canceled yesterday. Joe Berg, what is going on? Patriots-Packers game called off after the New England rookie Isaiah Bolden carted off the field. What happened?
5: Well, I'm still trying to get a little update on that myself. Um, I was actually yesterday driving all day, so I still don't have all the news on that.
1: Okay, how was the drive?
5: Well, I got back at 2 in the morning, so it wasn't uh, wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but you know what? We made it, and we're here. That's the most important thing.
1: What you need to do is sip you some black powder coffee, because I know there's a stash there at Studio A. You, gotta, you This is what you do, Joe, right here. Look, look.
5: That does sound good.
1: Ah, what flavor are you guys cooking up up there at Studio A? You know what flavor you guys—is it the Sulawesi still, or, what, or
5: Peaberry? You know, I just pulled out a new one and I can't remember what it is because I only uh, I only did it once for Pat Shannon up here. But um, I-, I can let you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll expect that report on Friday. Joe, let's focus on this past weekend. Did you get to watch any sports while you were in New York or what would you do? I watched a little bit of the NASCAR race. You know, I was pretty, pretty occupied the whole time, but I kept up with it. I know what's going on with the Panthers. Um, I know that Messi won the League's Cup. I watched a little bit of that game. Uh, so I was able to catch a little bit of sports over the weekend. So Messi won the League's Cup or Miami won the League's Cup? Uh, Messi won the League's Cup, but Miami, Inter-Miami did beat Nashville uh, to take home the, the win. And it was an 11-round penalty shootout. Dang! Yes, it was uh, ten to nine, I believe, the final. Whenever Messi did, Messi get like the game-winning kick? No, absolutely not. By then, they were down to some of the guys that you're like, okay, maybe our defender can score one here on penalties. Oh, so
1: in soccer, you don't get to rotate back; you just keep going down the roster. You just you go keep through going.
5: Everybody? Yeah, you just keep going down the roster.
1: Man, who, so who like was it? Some some nobody who's like, all right, give me my shot now. I won the game. <laughs> Here's my stat.
5: That's got to feel like really good to, ha- to be on a team with Messi and-, and be the person to score the game-winning kick. I mean, as I- I'd be bragging a little bit. I definitely
1: would be bragging a little Even if I was just on the team. I always just wanted to be on the team that got the ring. You know what I mean? I don't care if I played or not. I just get the ring. What's the difference?
5: No, exactly.
1: You still get the clout. You still rock the ring,
5: you know? You're right. No, I-, I completely agree with you.
1: You think William Byron's going to win a- win a win a championship this year or what?
5: Well, he's, uh, he's obviously the best guy out there, right? So, I mean, he, if there was ever a year where Byron could pull this off, he's got a good shot to do it this year with his fifth win of the year coming at Watkins Glen. Uh, the most playoff points going into Darlington in a couple of weeks. So he's got a real good shot. D- isn't that w- win number five for him on the year? Is that what I saw? Win number five, that's two more than anybody else. Uh, Truex and Kyle Busch both have three. Does Denny Hamlin have any hope left? Oh, of course. We still got a whole playoff to go to. You know, William Byron has these five wins, but if he wrecks out early at Darlington, he's going to be behind the eight ball trying to catch back up to the to the cut line, and that advantage he started with is going to be gone.
1: What about your boy Martin Truex Jr.? What do you think?
5: He's doing all right. He's still leading the regular season points, although Denny Hamlin is now only 39 points behind uh, but coming up to Daytona next week, it's going to be kind of, you know, cross your fingers and hope you make it through.
1: Yeah, there's, a, there's a, some bad news i got to tell our listeners about Daytona. So it, it, it's the same night as Charlotte FC. Uh-oh. And per our agreements, we will carry Charlotte FC and not Daytona. And so I I will apologize in advance to our race family. Um, We do love you. It's an MRN race, so we cannot just stream the race separate from the -the over-the-air broadcast. So I will go ahead and take the lashings. Joe, it's not your fault. I don't want people blaming you. Uh, baseball, different story. They can blame you. They can blame you for Cincinnati Reds. They're not. They can't blame me. They can't blame you though for Daytona. That's on me. So I'll go and take that hit. What is up with Cincinnati? I saw some posts online about them over the weekend. Did they do pretty well this weekend?
5: Yeah, they had a pretty awesome moment. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz got himself a nice little league inside the park home run uh, to kind of help them, you know, stay in this playoff race because we're getting down to it. And the Reds had a stretch there where they were. Losing three in a row and then win a game and then losing three in a row and win a game. Uh, But they've kind of turned it around. They're still four games back in their division. uh, But in the wild card, they are definitely still right in the hunt, uh, only sitting a game out of that final wild card spot.
1: Does Bill have any hope left of the Orioles winning or should he just give that up?
5: Oh, he's got plenty of hope. These there's Baltimore's 3 games ahead of Tampa. They're they're pretty much locked into a play, uh, to a wild card spot even if Tampa passes them. I wouldn't be too worried until you get to October baseball and then you can worry.
1: <laughs> so so the mantra has changed a little bit. So October is our time where we will be worrying.
5: Yeah, that's when playoffs start, you know, you gotta worry that if your team loses, that's one more towards elimination, so that's when the worrying will begin.
1: Do you carry a, a lucky rabbit's foot on you, Joe?
5: No, but when I was in high school, I did this really weird thing where I kept a penny in my shoe for good luck. Like an actual penny that I just found. Which foot? Um, I, th- I think it was my left foot, because I'm, I'm a lefty, hmm. so I put it in my left foot.
1: Shout out to the lefties out there. I got two of those in the house, and uh, Bill here is a lefty as well. So that's a you guys are, get discriminated on. I'm learning that more
5: today. Got to live in a right
1: hander's world, man. That, that's it. I, 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 look, I'm I'm sorry about that. There's nothing much I can do about it. I mean, I'll work on it. You know, I, as I was dining with my children this weekend, they both we like to sit on the same side of the booth all together. It's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting take where we literally all will sit on the same side of one booth together, four deep, four deep, and 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 the kids both being lefty, and then Demi and I are righties. So it, there's a lot of bumping going on in
5: that yeah moment, so. you always got to sit the lefty to the left of you otherwise you're going to be bumping elbows all night yeah but it's racing baby we're doing a little rubbing that's okay, that's
1: okay. <laughs> So, all right so what else has happened in the world of sports anything fun
5: uh fun i mean there there's always football on which is fun now uh we got oh that's comp- right i forgot College football about to start soon. Um, oh, man. We got one more preseason game before we get into the regular season of football. I mean, what what more fun could you want?
1: So you, you've got a girlfriend, Joe. When when football season comes around, do you just glue your eyes to the TV and then she becomes second after that? Are you one of those guys? <laughs>
5: you, you know, um she does watch football, which is nice, so maybe uh, we'll both be glued to the screen. Is she as diehard in a football as you, or does she just appease you because she, she loves you? She's a diehard Buffalo Bills fan, and if you know anything about Buffalo Bills fans, they do not take that team lightly. They live, they die, and they, they have a good day, and they have a bad day with that team.
1: They have a lot of bad days, and it's they, very cold.
5: They do. They do have a lot of bad days. Hopefully not uh, not as many this year, you know, because they got a good team, and— They have a chance, but... They had a really
1: bad day last year.
5: They had quite a few bad days last year. Too soon? Still too soon. Okay, sorry about that.
1: Uh, Okay, then what about uh, soccer then? So, So Charlotte FC, now that the League Cup is over, is the season done or what? Like, what do we got left?
5: No, so we're coming back to the MLS season. Uh, So Charlotte will be taking on LAFC, as you mentioned, on Saturday at 7.30. That's actually their first game back to the MLS. Uh, Their game against Inter-Miami was postponed, obviously, because Inter-Miami just kept winning in the League's Cup and kept moving on. Uh, So that one will be rescheduled. But the next game is Saturday at 7.30, Against L.A.F.C.
1: Now, will the Inter Miami game will that be here at uh, uh, Bank of America Stadium, or is that, that going to be
5: that one specifically? Is in Miami. The one here is on October 21st, so but, it's the last game of the season against Inter Miami. Against Inter Miami, it'll be right here in Charlotte. Okay, there you go. That's going to be a, that. That one's going to be packed. I they, can almost guarantee that one's. Gonna they've be packed. opened up the upper bowl. Tickets are pretty expensive at this point uh, because. Everybody knows you want to go see Messi.
1: You want to see Messi score. You also want to see him get slid tackle and just ankles broken at the same time. It's a love-hate relationship.
5: I, I don't know about ankles broken. I mean, you don't have to go that far. That's a little excessive. Well,
1: I mean, in eSports, whenever you you know you juke somebody or you slide tackle, you go, I broke
5: them ankles! <laughs> you know, that's true, yeah.
1: So why can't I say it literally? Because it's literally.
5: I mean... We we don't want any ill will, you know,
1: okay, that's fair. No, we don't we don't want to be the reason for riots That's for darn sure. No, we don't want to we don't want to cause any havoc Especially with Denny Hamlin on, on the track, you know, because he needs to see that optometrist I still haven't heard back from him gave him some suggestions figured I'd help him out with his lines Who do you think wins out the entire the uh, the championship? Where are you at now with it?
5: Well, you know We still got one more race until we figure out what the playoff points are gonna look like um, but It does look like Martin Truex Jr. is going to have one of those years where we get to the playoffs and he's just so consistent that nobody can catch him. So I think Truex might get it done this year.
1: All right, there you go. You heard it from Joe Burke. So everybody, uh, if you're going to go on the uh, Caesars Palace app via the VPN here in North Carolina, bet on anybody except for Martin Truex Jr. Don't let the Cincinnati Reds have the same fate. Uh, Joe, we appreciate you, sir.
5: Absolutely, I always love coming on. Thanks,
1: all right, there you go. Maybe he does, maybe he does Or I mean, it's probably more that I force him to come on, right, Villa, that's probably the real reason why he does it is because I force him to come on. Um, there's some times where I, I know I poke the bear, I poke the bear, so. Joe Berg, uh, sports director for WSIC, host of The Scoreboard with Joe Berg. He's back in the studio tonight, six to seven, Monday through Friday. Get all your sports, it's a great show. He knows the inside of sports, he gets it. He's fun to listen to, puts on a great show, stands the whole time though. I don't know how he's got the energy, these kids these days, too much energy. Good morning, LKN, 844 Studio 4. It's almost nine o'clock, you better get to work. Good morning, LKN. Justin Kazepis, it is 848, Bill is on the sticks. A Monday, it is. Full lineup today, Representative Jeff McNeely, coming through at 11 o'clock but you know who's next this is who's next pat shannon host of the home ad show the world famous home ad show you got something to buy something to sell something to trade maybe you found something maybe you lost something pat also says uh, if you've been working on a project you need some advice from people just need general advice call pat and he's also giving away prizes every day we talked to jody harrison at daylight donuts earlier Giving away Daylight Donuts every day on the home ad show. You got a birthday, you got an anniversary? Well, call in. Pat, put your name on the list. And then every day at 1045, he spins the ginormous wheel. And whoever it lands on wins. Daylight Donuts, Lake Mountain Coffee, Boxcar Grill. A lot of prizes to give away. Delicious.
2: Absolutely.
1: I forgot to ask Jody about the coconut donuts. The, those were top for you.
2: Yeah, those are definitely top for me. I'm actually glad you didn't say anything because I just want to make sure those things are kind of always there when I need them. Well, you did have
1: that incident with the little crumble of coconut left on the desk. We never did resolve. Did you eat that little crumble?
2: I ate that little crumble. That's a good crumble to eat. It's not bad. It was good.
1: Representative Jeff McNeely coming through at 11 as well. He'll be live from Studio A if you want to call and chat with him. He always has a guest. I don't know who his guest is today, but uh, he typically has a guest on the phone, and he brings through some 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 big hitters. So if you want to hear what's going on, a Representative McNeely show at 11 o'clock. And then uh, Todd Starnes coming through. That's another guest we've got this week. So we're working it out. Todd Starnes is sending his crew because he owns the station in Memphis, and they're sending their news crew – up to the GOP debate this week. So I believe Thursday morning, we are gonna hear from the Todd Starnes crew. I don't think it'll be Todd, I don't wanna say that. I doubt it will be Todd. It will likely be his news director at his station um, out of uh, Memphis that will be calling and giving us an update of what went on at the GOP debate. So, a, So a review on Thursday. The GOP debate is Wednesday night, and so we will have a little national conversation Thursday morning, putting on the big boy boots, getting into it. We know how I feel about national. I don't want a bunch of jokers up on that stage. We'll see who's who's trying to throw haymakers on the first round. I don't believe President Trump is going to be there. I'm almost positive he said he's not going to the debate. Doesn't have to. I think he's going to be taking a mugshot or something like that around that time. Something about that that he's talking about turning himself in, I think, potentially around that same time. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe the news cuts over to that instead of the GOP debate. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. If in real time they ask a question about President Trump when he's not even there, the guy owns the media. He owns them. And they hate it for him. They hate him for it. Gosh, visceral. Just attacks. All right, then later this afternoon, 3 o'clock, Today's Real Talk, the other show that I host. Gosh, he hosts two shows. Uh, Today's Real Talk, the show that focuses on North Carolina real estate, business, and life. Uh, Big show for me today on that. Real estate education, education in general I'm big on, but Bill Gallagher, uh, a a real estate instructor, has been in the game for decades, who, who actually helped me whenever I started the law firm I reached out to Bill. This was 2015. I remember on The Spring of, no, spring of 2016. I reach out to Bill. I say, hey, Bill, I'm starting a law firm now. I've been a broker. I'm going to start a law firm. And this is what I want to do. And he met with me. And, and and cool story. He was so generous with his time. I'm, I'm, I'm almost taken back, like the fact that I'm going to get to sit down with him today and just kind of talk about things, talk about education in the real estate world. So if you're in real estate at all, it's a show you're going to want to listen to. That'll air at three o'clock. Going to have Bill Gallagher. Uh, instructor extraordinaire, an expert, um, has been teaching for decades. Has been a broker for decades. Just knows the market better than anybody. Knows the scene better than anybody. A different show, know the scene, but anyway. Four o'clock then, uh, Joe Vagno, host of Local Biz Now, your small business broker, business expert. You may be hearing Joe's business tips throughout the week as well. So. He now is doing business tips, one minute business tips for all you entrepreneurs out there. And if you want to gain some insight as to the process of business, valuation, things that are important, what else is going on with other businesses, whether it relates to labor, supply chain, marketing, all of those type of topics, Joe Vagnone covers. Again, that'll be four o'clock today, local biz now. Always enjoy hearing what's been updated and what's been going on in the business marketplace. We're grateful for him and doing his show here. Bill, as we as we wrap up
2: this Monday, how are you feeling? Start of a new week. Yeah, good. Coming Excited. off a of vacay. Yeah, ready, refreshed. You're here this week, ready to play, ready to play, ready to play, ready to play. What are you going to play? Um, life, man. Just play the game of yeah, life. It's ready to do this thing. Like the board game or the actual life? The actual life. When you
1: think of when you start your week. Yep. Do you have a routine to start the week, or is it just now we're just here we're going to do it? Um no we're, we're just gonna do it just have a good time
2: yeah yeah yes and when it's monday for you do you look forward to friday already um in a way i definitely start to i'm doing a little bit of reflecting on the awesome memories i had from this past weekend um but i like what i do for work so work's not really too bad and um yeah excited for friday well, Friday's always a good day. Munye, should we start calling it Munye? Munye.
1: Munye, just to kind of keep it going. Yeah, uh, that,
2: I like that. I re- want to reframe it.
1: Colleges are starting up again soon, too. You know, you got the public schools, the local, you know, under the collegiate level starting up, but you also then have uh, the colleges starting again soon. And, and there's a lot to celebrate in that. And something else we always like to celebrate national holidays. Let's go. Internet Self Care Day today. What does that mean? The internet is full of information. Use that information for some self care today. You awesome. can trust almost anything you read on the internet. It's almost all true. Yep. National Report Upcoding Fraud Day. Uh weird day. Okay. Let's stand up and speak out against unethical behavior when we see it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. National Senior Citizens Day. Shout, Shout out. out to the Boom Tanks. Boom Squad. Boom Squad. Is that that's technically senior citizen, right? Boom Squad? Are they senior citizens at this point? Are they getting that AARP discount? I'm not sure. I think so.
2: Maybe a handful. National Spumoni Day. Spumoni. (laughs) It's layered Italian ice cream dessert. I know. We should have asked old uh, Joey Berg. (laughs) For some Spumoni? Spumoni. I wonder if they make handmade Spumoni at his house, too. They were talking about the sauce. He was too busy this weekend. He was doing too much Spumoni. Spumoni. (laughs) S-P-U. S-P-U. Spumoni. SPU. It basically just
1: looks like Neapolitan, right? But you can pick the combo probably.
2: Yeah, I got some spumoni fell out the back of a truck. I'd,
1: I'd put a little pistachio in it, you know. Okay, a little pistachio. Uh, some birthdays calling in probably. We're expecting today um, to call into the home ad show. Kenny Rogers, Kenny Rogers' birthday today. We'll expect Kenny to call in, say hey, good morning to Pat and to. The entire uh, home ad family. Someone else, Usain Bolt. That man's fast. Usain Bolt calling in as well, um, expecting him to call in and uh, you know put his name on the birthday list to win some donuts. That's always a good time. Indeed. I, I just can't get my mind off the, the pumpkin donuts right now. I don't know why it's a, it's like everything in my mind goes. Well, Justin, talk about the donuts. Talk about the donuts. Talk about right. the donuts. You know, did you celebrate any holidays over the
2: weekend? You know, there was some on the weekend. Um, no, I didn't celebrate any over the weekend. There was a couple of big ones. What'd you got? Food
1: related, of course. Uh, okay. National Bacon Lovers
2: Day was mm. yesterday. I didn't have any bacon yesterday. I did not. I did not. But I am a bacon lover. National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. That was one I missed out on that one. You know what I really missed? Which
1: is interesting. Like I, I guess, again, it's toward a day, a, a particular date, not a day of the week. National Radio Day was yesterday, by the way. I feel like we missed the ball on that one. Ooh. Should we have done something? Hindsight, sure. I did hang out with uh, somebody else who was celebrating World Mosquito Day. Oh man! I think I got bit at some point. I have no doubt. I don't know why, but they love my blood. Oh wow!
2: They come after me hard. Yeah, no, they don't. I don't. They, they not, stayed uh, away from me. I don't. I'm not big. Are there mosquitoes in Florida? Oh yeah. I think they got some bad ones. Down. Big ones? Yeah. National Potato Day was Saturday. Did you guys have potatoes over the weekend? Did I have potatoes? I did not have potatoes. Potato, potato?
1: Potato, potato. potato, potato. World Humanitarian Day. Did you do any good?
2: Um, did you hold the door open for somebody? Yeah, I definitely did. I okay. definitely did.
1: That, that's what you want. That, that, just one, you know, little steps at a time. We that's combined, what it's going to take. We combined 500 million little steps makes a pretty big step. Man, That's moving what it mountains. Takes. Afghanistan Independence Day. Don't really know if that's working out too well right now. We'll leave that to the national folks to figure that one out.
2: Uh, International Bow Day. Bow ties. Bow tie. You're not much of a bow tie guy. Um, I, I just don't have any. I just don't own any bow ties. None. Not even a clip on. Not even a clip on. Wow. But you do like the, uh, what's
1: the Western style? Is like one? a bolo? Is that what it's called? A bolo? Yeah. Bolo, bolo Yolo? Guy. Yolo, Bolo? Billy Bolo. That's it. Uh, International Geocaching Day. Frank was telling me about geocaching. Uh, basically, you, you go out and you just look for treasures everywhere as adults, it's like a scavenger hunt for adults. But you refill the bin, you know what I mean. When you take the thing, you refill it with something else. Like if there is kids' stuff or whatever it is, you take. Uh, so yeah, uh, International Homeless Animals Day, shout out, do something about it. International Orangutan Day, go to a zoo. The homeless animals day? Yeah,
2: man, that's rough, right?
1: That's- I don't like seeing dogs outside in the cold, man. Like I am not, I am
2: not good yeah. with that.
1: Like mom, mom's like, should we get it? I am like, nah, dude. Like the thing's probably got fleas. Like, uh,
2: man. Are- am i on the longest walk ever
1: national aviation day been been flying recently bill uh flew flew to and fro there you go national patient advocacy day that's a great day gonna have john green of iredale health on the show wednesday morning you've been listening to good morning lk and pat is in the building hope you have a great day hug your loved ones say you never know it was the last i love you my kid